leadership is influence. Leadership is a transfer of belief. So you, you want to be a leader with your friends. You want to be a leader with your network, whatever that is. You want to be a leader in your house of, and leadership can be just a stand for positivity and, and grace and kindness. And, and I don't know, I just feel like, gosh, what could the world be like if people just took a stand in their leadership and committed to just being better? Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Oh my gosh, Sandy and I are pumped up to have one of our dear friends and one of our our mentors and one of the best leaders we know in our life, Debbie Neal. Welcome to Getting Magnetic. A second time you're on, you were one of our first interviews, like one of our first like 20 episodes or something. So thank you for coming back on for, this might be episode 250 or something. Okay, well, I'm honored I'm honored, and I'm excited to be here. And I really, really, I adore you guys. I adore, I adore both of you. So today's going to be fun. It's going to be so fun. And this is just such a cool moment because, you know, five years ago when I first started network marketing, like I quickly became a student of network marketing and like studied people in the industry. And I literally remember being up at like one in the morning when Wade was asleep because I was still like, I hadn't quite started yet. I was like on the brink of starting. And I was like, does this really work? And I'd like Google, like, you know, can you really make money in this? Like, can you all these things? And I quickly came across your videos and was like, this woman is the most inspiring person I've ever seen in my life. I was so fired up by you. I was like, wow, like this person gives me life. And you were just someone that I was like, wow, like I want to meet this woman one day. Like I idolize her and now we're friends and we go on vacations together and like just got- I remember hearing Debbie Neal's voice. I knew Debbie Neal before I was even in the business because of Sandy's just- is such a learner and sponge and was just playing videos and, and, and different things and sound clouds. And I was like, who is she? And she was, Oh, you got to see if, okay, I can do it too. And Debbie's someone she's become a friend. And that's, that's a really cool story because she was a mentor from afar. And now she's a dear friend and someone we can text and be like, Hey, should we hop on a podcast? She's like, let's do it. But she's someone who Debbie, you're someone who's like born with a lot of power and just an ability to speak life over people and everything. But she's also someone that I've seen and I know works behind the scenes to work to develop herself as a person and a leader as well and just balances it beautifully. So Debbie, first question we'll hit you with. We didn't send her any. We were like, we're going to go off the cuff, Debbie. How do you feel? She's like, bring it on. This theme in March we're doing is leadership. And we brought you on because you're one of those leaders just we look up to so much. What does leadership mean to you? Like when you hear the word leadership, like what do you think of? Uh, well, so many things come to my to come to my head. First of all, thank you for asking me. Like it's really an honor um, to be here with you guys. I love I love you both. But when I think of leadership, especially in today's world, I think of influence and I think of somebody that's a light, a stand for what's possible, a stand for positivity. And I think there's a lot of insecurity. There's a lot of doubt. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of limiting beliefs. And to me, when I think of a leader is that you can look at that person 
and and you're going to see them shine. And I don't mean shine in like an ego way. I mean, shine, like they're shining their belief, they're, they're lighting the way and you can count on them to know all is good, like all is good. And there's so many different things with leadership, but that's something that I, I hold very high, mm-hmm. very high when I think of a leader. A lighthouse, like being willing to shine your light in the dark when you don't know the way and you can't even necessarily fully see the way like you have vision, but you you can't see it yet. And you're willing to shine your light to help others like get to a destination. And I I love that. It is. Oh my gosh. Chills. Cast the vision of Debbie, like younger Debbie. Like when you were like a kid, were you always like, were you this natural born born leader? Like everyone follow me. Like leading the charge. Did you develop? No, no, no. And so I now know that I can look back on my life and there are certain things that happened they happened for me at the time. They felt like they happened to me, but I was being prepared for, for my life. I mean, one of them, and I think you and I have spoken a little bit about my journey of, of infertility, but when I was 21 years old, I, I went through a hard in my life and maybe one day I'm very vague about it, but that's just where I want to leave it at this point. But the value, I was a couple of days in a hospital and I, a doctor told me, you're never going to ha- you're never going to be a mom. Like, I'm sorry to tell you this, but you're never going to be a mom. Like I'm, you're just, you're just never going to be the, the, and I was like, well, what are the percentage? And he was like, zero, it's just zero. And I remember feeling, feeling so broken and heartbroken. And there was a wave of, of feelings. And I don't remember if this, the, the feeling of hopelessness lasted 20 minutes or two days that I, I really don't remember. But I remember at that point, I was like, you know what? No, no. You ever see that movie Men in Black? You guys ever see that movie? Like I love, I love that movie Men in Black. You know, and they had like the beepy thing, and they was like, "You Mm -hmm. forgot the aliens were here. We erased your memory." And I was like, "You know what? Whatever the doctor just told me is not true. It's not true, and it's going to be mind over matter." And so that's not the only thing that's happened. Now at that point, I couldn't understand why some things happened to me where, you know, I lost faith for a little bit. Where was God? Where was everybody? Why was this supposed to happen? Because there was a bigger calling on my life. There's mm-hmm. a bigger calling on my life. And so if I didn't change my mindset right then and there, there would be no Brooke, Tyler, Ryan, and Bailey, which are my greatest accomplishments. Like they, oh. they, they outshine me. They redefine me. They're the reason why I breathe. They'd be the reason why I would die. But I didn't always have the, I didn't always, that just wasn't me, but through so many valleys or so many things I learned, I I just took lessons along the way to become who I was meant to be in in the world. And I think there's so many times we could, things can be a scar or they could be a wake up call to our greatness, you know? So, I mean, I've always been competitive that I could tell you I was a competitive athlete. Yeah. And if I was, if, if we're going head to head on a tennis court, I was, I, I didn't just want to play. Like I wanted you to feel pain when you got yes. off. Yes. When you got off. I relate to you so much. Same, same. <laughs> I like want to win so bad. I, I want to win so bad. I will rip my eyeballs out. I want you to feel like reevaluate, like the, even entering this sport, like after we're done. Like, the- yes. Like, and I, I remember, you know, you think back to what we, what we do for a living, like, 
what, you know, so I play the game of, of tennis. And, and so that was like, I was like bred to do that. I had grandparents in the U S open in Wimbledon. So it's like, I didn't have a choice. I was either going to figure out the sport or I was going to be like an outcast. Right. So like I went to my, my, my dad put me in tennis camp at like seven years old for eight hours. Like who goes to tennis camp? It wasn't camp. It was like, it was like a, it was like commitment. Okay. And so like, my forehand was weaker than my backhand. And you know what I heard? That's normal in this sport. I was like, you're not for me. I'm going to get a ball machine and I'm going to go out for seven hours a day till people would be like, oh no, it's going to her backhand. It's you better move. And it was almost fun to watch the people's reaction. So there was, there was things like that, that I was able to apply to my business, right? People said, this is not normal. Perfect. Let Mm -hmm. me redefine it. Right. But I don't know if that really touched on your original question. So no, I wasn't always like, ah, I love love a few things back to kind of some of your story. I think, you know, leadership oftentimes is forged in darkness, right? Or in pain and the ability to acknowledge I'm there and then standing up and rising from it. And then the ability to not read, like write your own story, not have a doctor say like, this is you here's I'm prescribing, here's the rest of your life, but being willing to like, you know what? No, I'm going to write my own story. We were reading the magic of thinking big recently. And there was a story in it similar to that, where this woman had lost her husband. Uh, She had a baby three months later and her baby was diagnosed with like, or sorry, she was diagnosed with cancer soon after she had her baby. And they were like, you're going to, you got like six months. And she just was like, no, I'm going to see my son graduate college. And they were like, oh, and she would go chemo, all the things, all the surgery, all the stuff. And they'd be like, you know, it's it's probably another three months. She's like, nope, I'm seeing my son graduate college. And every day, t- you know, you how, how often you have to go in for anyone who's experienced that or someone, you have to go in so much. And the doctors just kept telling, speaking over her death. And she just didn't accept it. And 22 years later, she saw her gra- son graduate college. And she died six weeks after. So the power wow. of like the human soul, you're, no, I'm going to have kids. Like the human soul is more, will is more powerful than anything. And I, love, I love that you, you kind of brought that up because it's sometimes you look at the great leader you are today or the life you have today and think like, oh my gosh, did she have valleys or dark spots? And of course, and I want to kind of bring it back to your story in that like, okay, you were a competitive athlete, but maybe not always a leader. How is the progression of Debbie Neal and your story and your background and to get to where you are today? Like, when did leader Debbie, the leader start to form? What were those defining moments? And like, how'd you develop that? Well, it did, you know, it kind of carried through life. Like you take like little bits, right? If you're, if you're good, I think athletics, the people who do play athletics, like when you're the captain of a team, I was the captain of a team, you know, when you, when you're pushing for number one, all of that's part of leadership because you're raising the bar, you're setting the standard, you're inspiring others to be more like, there's not a, there's not a conscious choice. I believe at that point, like you're not doing it. Cause like, Oh my gosh, I'm a leader. Like at that point, you're like, I'm just competitive and I'm good at the sport and I want to have fun. But all of that is leadership, right? Like I was, I felt a certain way about like drugs. Like I, I I've never done one in my entire life. I'm not here to judge, but like, again, that's part of leadership. Like the people around me just knew it was never around me. It was never a discussion. It was never going to be asked, you know, it's same thing with positivity and, and, and negativity. People just don't come to me with drama. That's been my entire life. 
They, they won't come and talk about other people. It's never been tolerated from, it's like all of those things, like in your character, right? They kind of get in, enhanced as you decide to become a leader. When we look at the situation with the hospital, like, and being a mom, it was mindset. Like it was mindset because if I chose to listen to those doctors, I wouldn't have babies today. Because if you think, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're absolutely right, right? Like medicine can only take you so far and a diagnosis is not the truth. So there's just, there's so many things. I also look back and I just always had a really good work ethic. I always had a really good, you know, it's funny because we were, my daughter, my twins are going to college in August. So Bailey, who's a district manager with my company, I, and I was like, you know what, if, if you don't want to take it to the next level now, that's fine. But think of what you want to do between now and August to make money because your college education is totally paid for. But I believe in like a work ethic and all of your spending is on you. She's like, well, like how much money did you spend when you went away to college? And I'm like, oh, I always spent like $5,000 in a year and I just wanted to have fun and go out with my friends. And so long as you're sure, she's like, how did you earn that money? You're, my, you're 51. So that was like a lot of money back then. And I said, well, I worked seven days a week as a waitress and I worked five days a week in the housekeeping department at a nursing home. And she's like, why would you do that? And I go, because they paid me $17 an hour. And there's this thing called opportunity cost. And if I'm going to work, I'm going to make the most I can in the time that I'm working. Like, instead of just like, all my friends are like working for like three fifty five dollars an hour. I'm like, that's not really worth my time. So again, you think of like all those things, they seemed like I wore my scrubs to the deli in the morning to order an egg sandwich. I looked like a doctor or a nurse, but I was pushing around brooms and mops and I didn't love it. But I was like, if, and my dad, who always had like really nice Mercedes and Jaguars. I'm like, can you drop me off down the block? Because I don't want anybody to, to like, I'm just going to walk <laughs> to, where, to where I'm going. So it's like, it's all of those things like throughout life. And then you, it kind of builds your character and it builds your work ethic. And I feel like if you look at people that are successful and everybody has a different level of success, you get to determine what's successful. Every single person has gone through hard in their life. I feel like if you go through life without heartache and without a challenge, like you can't even appreciate what it's like to push through adversity because you've never been there. You don't, you look at something as so significant. You know, if somebody like quits your business or you get rejected, you know, I don't want to bring it up or make you feel sad, but like, Sandy, you lost your mom at an age that I can't even comprehend. And I, I've never, I didn't know her, but I feel like I know her through your stories and your videos. And I watch you now as a mom and the way you light up. And like, I know there's got to be pain there, but instead of being like resentful, you're just, you're just a light. Right. And it's like, it's going through those dark times that you're able to just, I don't know, be, be the next level, be an extra good mom be extra present in everything because you know that every single day is, is a gift and you're, you're always so happy and you're always so grateful and you're always so giving. And there's so many victims in this world. And so whenever I'm looking at people, how they show up, there's always like um, a backstory and you don't live in your story. You kind of, you're creating this beautiful story, if that makes sense. Totally. Oh, most people, most people who are successful have felt real pain but they've learned how to channel that pain and kind of use it for good. I so agree with that. It's it's wild. When I look at our business and um, other people I admire and leaders, I 
so many of them, very different stories, but have, there's this theme of like, truly, I feel like to really thrive in this business, like you've overcome some like really shitty circumstances, like truly, like someone that's kind of just coasted through, maybe hasn't had like a significant loss or I don't, I, I'm not trying to compare, but like when someone doesn't really have any problems, has never, whatever they don't, I haven't often seen the like tenacity and grit and drive to push through and like fight for what they want and to build their business because it's like, oh, it didn't flow to me. And, you know, this is what I really want. I'm going to fight for it. And it's just kind of like, oh, it didn't work for me. But when like you've been through hard things, I feel like you're like, okay, I've done hard before. Like, this isn't hard. Like I, I've I've looked hard in the face. I've been, I've been scared beyond my wildest imagination. So when people look at me and say, this is hard, I'm like, you've got issues, <laughs> like serious issues. Yes. This is not hard. When people make a statement like that, it's never really about the business mm-hmm. or whatever they're doing for a living. It's what is hard is knowing that you need to become the next person, the next level of yourself. And growth is hard and change is hard and evolution is hard. And people avoid that, right? Mm-hmm. Like you need to become, we all come to the table with, with something, something of value, something different, something unique, but that is only going to get you so far. For me, it did grow me to the top. And all of my lessons happened after that. Like mm-hmm. that's when the bricks had to be broken down brick by brick, by brick, by brick. Like we all have the lessons, but you've got to be willing to look at it and embrace it and let it fuel you rather than like have it shrink you down because you're just you're just never going to evolve and become who you're meant to be by playing it safe and staying who you are like I don't even recognize who I was 17 years ago I don't know that person anymore mm-hmm. but it's like you have to have so much pride and adoration for that version right because she did have the courage to lean in and and do the and dive in and do something that maybe wasn't the norm and obviously before like social media and the internet and like, it's wild to me to think about starting a business 17 years. We've only been in for five years and I'm like, wow, like I always have so much amazement for people that have been in like before social media, before um, internet. And when people think it's hard now, I'm like, um, you know, like we used to not have all the tools and access and resource and technology and all the things at our fingertips that we have today. Like it's so. But everything's in exchange, Sandy. Yeah. So you're right. But then there's part of me that I think of the person I was 17 years ago. She was, she was never distracted Mm. ever. Mm. She was fully present all the time. Mm. And so today you're right. We do have more resources, but we're living in a world today that's really distracted. Mm -hmm. We're living in a world today that most people aren't where they are. I mean, I've gone on trips, trips that I've been on with you. And I look around and I think, I don't think most people are going to even remember being here. So many people are so caught up with getting content, getting content, getting content, getting content that I'm like, I've been watching them running around like freaking chickens for seven (laughs) days. Now, granted, I need I I need help with with my social media. Like I know it could be better. I don't have content. If if it's been posted, that's it. Like I don't. In fact, I'm like a kid. I'm like I've got a picture and experience. I need to post it now. (laughs) So you might see like, but you're right. There's more now, but I feel so blessed with the time that I started Mm. very, very blessed. 
And I love something you said, it, it kind of jumped out at me, but the leadership, this concept is, is almost this constant evolution of yourself. Like we have to lead ourselves first before we can lead anyone else. But leadership is almost being willing to constantly evolve and grow into that next level version of you. And we all know in growth, there's those growing pains and there's failures and setbacks that you learn through and you keep going. So it's, it, I love that. It's, it's almost leadership because we know, I mean, there's leaders and especially in our business where you're a leader and you might have a title, but if you just stop and get complacent and be like, I'm going to manage other people, like that's not leadership. Leadership, John Maxwell always says is, I know the way I'm going to go the way and then I'm going to show the way I got to keep going the way I got to keep forging ahead. So I love that. And it, it's that evolution and growth of self that that perpetual growth almost something I have always looked up to in you Debbie is I haven't seen a lot I mean we did all just go through a pandemic and there have been a few things that I've seen in in this business and I've always looked to you as like this lighthouse of no matter what happens like um in whether it's company specific or worldwide or anything like you are always a beacon of light and you are always someone that finds the positive in it and you just pivot like a lot of leaders, air quotes leaders, right, um, will be like, this sucks or I don't know what we're going to do about this or like publicly proclaim their opinion about something or get so caught up in something and let it redefine things or all of it. And you're just like, you, you might take a minute to like digest it and be like, all right, so we're going to try it this way. Like I've always felt like you are one of the very few people that is able to really beautifully navigate that. Well, because I have this, I really could do a sitcom. <laughs> I could do a stand up act. You are very I, funny. Yes, I am very funny. Hilarious. <laughs> I, we just went actually... to Debbie at a keynote speech and I was rolling half the time. Like she always fires me up. I want to run through a brick wall. I was laughing. I get this forehead vein that pops out when yeah. I laugh hard the whole time. So <laughs> it's really funny. You know, so like that, I didn't plan that. I didn't have my glasses. So luckily it, it really ended up to be <laughs> a good keynote because I was like, I literally can't even see my notes. There's no teleprompter. We're going to have some fun, which is actually the way I prefer it. But we obviously know for obviously legal reasons, anybody that has you for a keynote would like to know what you're going to say before you say it. <laughs> um, but, but it, but it all ended up being good, but I could do a sitcom of just the stuff people post or the stuff people say. And so that's one, that's a, that's a core value of mine. Positivity is a core, you know, people can say they have, but it's like, you can't just be positive when it's convenient. And so like, if I say nothing, that's more powerful than, than words. Like I, I think Definitely you guys have come to one point and said, you've been quiet. What do you think about this? And I'll always share my truth. But I think when it comes to like anything that goes on, changes or whatever, we could look at like my company in particular. I always view it as that I own the company, that I own it. And if you owned a company, owned it, would you ever, would you ever say anything like you're, you're parents now, right? You're, I'm a mom. There's going to be times where maybe your kids disappoint you or they do something you don't agree with. You could like do a podcast and say, they're jackasses. I can't <laughs> believe that they did this. They're just, they're just jackasses. Like you would never do that because the love and the loyalty runs so deep. You might sit down and say, you know, we need to talk about things, right? So that's just, that's a core thing. When you, leadership, positivity, I will always speak my mind, but it's, it's respectful. 
it's in private, it's to the person that it needs to go to. And, and I feel so grateful. I was just on another podcast and they use the word lighthouse too. And I feel so grateful because that's something I'm really passionate about. I'm really, really passionate about that. You can always find me that you'll always see the light. And I have anybody who knows me, they don't even bring me negativity because my tolerance is not like 5%, not 10%. It's 0%. Mm. It's just zero. It's, it's I zero. can relate to that. So I think you attract what you're being too. And like, I'm by nature and positive, but I work on it too. Like negative, I, I don't even get into negative situations just because it doesn't enter my energetic vortex i don't even know it's just it just it is what it is um okay i got another- just i'm going to interrupt you for a second because yeah. i want to give you guys when i think of the two of you and I'm, I'm i'm not saying this because i'm on your podcast you could very easily go into the next question and i don't have to say anything right <laughs> very easily <laughs> but when i think of the two of you all i think about is happiness and positivity mm-hmm. you guys are very giving you're very grateful you're very intentional with your words and you're always Something that's really big on leadership is you, even when it comes to me, you're so quick to just give praise to other people. And you just have this mindset that abundance, it, you're so, you're always going to have abundance in your life because you're so abundant and giving with your, your words of affirmations for other people. And it just shows when I think of you, I say yes to you all the time because I, I genuinely like you, but I'm, I'm proud to be your friend. Because just the energy that you bring to the table makes me want to be better. Mm. It is so mutual. I don't know if it's the pregnancy hormones, but yeah. Deb's going to make <laughs> I don't get that emotional. Usually that made me emotional. And side note, Debbie Neal quote, I don't just bring something to the table. I bring, I bring the whole, the whole damn table. table. Yes. Yes. <laughs> One of our favorite quotes. But thank you. I We received that and we're very, we're grateful for you. When When you think about, leadership and when and I, you're a student too and you're you're an exceptional leader today and you continue to evolve as a leader but i'm sure you still study leaders when what are some common patterns qualities you see in those leaders you look up to you respect you trust like conversationally not necessarily bullet points but like what do you see like what are what are those leaders doing how they get there well they cast a vision often mm-hmm. and always right they're future focused and they're constantly painting that big vision. That to me is really important in, in a leadership. When I'm having a conversation with people, I want somebody that's going to call me, be a truth teller in my life. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that just say what people want to hear, but truth tellers, because I always want to be learning. I always want to be evolving. I'm grateful for where I am, but I'm not satisfied with where I am. And so I always want to hear the truth because sometimes we really need to have that mirror shining up to our face. And I really take advice from people who, in the, who are in the trenches because times change, business change, you know, things change. And I want somebody who's doing the do, right? It's actually coming from a place of this is what I'm doing. Hold my hand, run with me, chase me right? And people that have big conversations, I want to be sitting around with people that are talking about dreams and abundance and positivity. And I don't want to talk about the news. And I don't want to talk about people who aren't succeeding. And I don't want to talk about people who aren't leveling up. And I don't want to talk about what's going on around me. I want to talk about what's going on inside of us, right? And just constantly creating that inner circle. I'm really picky with who's in my inner circle. Really picky. Like, I I love everybody. Every you know, 
but inner circle, like those qualities of a leader are really, really important to me. I feel, I love that you said that. I feel like one of the hardest lessons that I learned, and I'm grateful I learned this early on in my journey, but you know, you hear that quote, like you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And when I started my journey in network marketing, I realized a lot of my close circle, you know, friends that I'd had since high school or whatever, um, really were not supportive and really were unhappy in their own lives and their own marriages and their own careers and their own whatever. And I realized, you know what, I love these people for who they are and they'll like always hold a special place in my heart, but I had to make this decision and it was hard and I grieved it. And I still sometimes like think about some of these people, like they're very special to me, but I've had to like cut ties with a handful of people that nothing necessarily happened that was wrong or bad, but I was just like, we're not bettering each other. Like we're not in a season of life where we're meant to be together and we're not leveling each other up. Like the best version of me is not expressed when I'm with you and vice versa. And we just need to press pause on this, on this friendship. And it's really hard to do that. But I feel like when I did that, I freed up space for the right people to come to me and for me to grow in my leadership. But it was hard to do like so hard, but yeah. I think that's a good call to action too. Yeah. is like to level up and to grow to that next level, you have to sacrifice something for things that change. You have to make a change. You can't expect like, I'm going to do all the same things and I'm going to grow and level up. It's like, no, I got to be willing to do new things and I got to be willing to sacrifice something. Like, what is that? Is it certain people in your inner circle? Is it certain friendships? Is it certain habits? Is it certain like different things? I remember when, when we had a baby, we had Cameron and we were, you know, which by the way, she's gorgeous. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you. With business and, and had a baby. It's like, Oh, I need to level up as a dad and husband and in our business. And I might need to sacrifice like exercise, which I'm pretty much addicted to for a few months or for a while here or like different things like that. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to give it up, but you might have to. And so I think that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? It's those relationships just like you were talking about, Sandy, sometimes it hurts. And that I've gone through that many, many, many seasons of my life. And as a leader, you need to be willing to walk alone because you need to really look around you sometimes and say, huh, I am, you know, that might be the next level of friends, but like they're okay with where they are. And then all of a sudden you feel better about yourself because maybe you're the biggest out of the group. But the idea is that you want to be not the biggest in the group. If you're the, if you're the biggest in the room, you're in the wrong room. Right. Mm-hmm. And if people are talking about excuses and why it's not working and circumstances and all of those things, people might think, Oh no, but mindset, my mindset is really strong. No, it's not. You will start to lower your standards to be accepted by that group rather than raising your standards and walking alone until the right people come into your life and into your business. And that's where it comes from self-love and confidence to know, and I have I I have a lot of those friendships too, and I miss them. But if I want to become who I'm going to become, I just can't sit around and talk about people and what's not working and debt and problems and politics and all of those things that really are a cancer to our highest self. Mm-hmm. It doesn't serve our highest self on any level. Mm. So true. Yeah. Creating boundaries around that has been a huge part in leveling up in my leadership, things that aren't fully aligned. Like if, if something is like, 
you know, you get invited to something where you, some sort of, I don't know, opportunity where you're like, I normally would go to this because I just don't want to say no or whatever. When I made that decision of being like, if this isn't like what I truly want to do, or if this isn't going to benefit me, or if this isn't going to grow me, it might be uncomfortable to have that uh, like RSVP no, or, you know, they might be shocked, like, wait, but you always do this but kind of breaking that pattern. But once I made that decision and started doing that, it created so much space in my heart and in my mind to just like, yeah, step up. So, um, okay. I'm curious, Deb, do you ever question your leadership, like your own leadership? Do you ever have moments where you're like, am I making the right decision? Like you're in it and you're like, am I doing the right thing? (laughs) All the time, all the time. And I'm glad you asked that question because like, there's some people that might not know me and you know, you, you only see what's on the other side, but you know, leadership, I don't, I don't like to use the word struggle, but every single day there's choices, just like making decisions in friendships, in relationships, in business. I question myself all the time, but then I answer the, you know, I'll ask a question of like, do I know that to be true? Is it absolutely a true, or is that a limiting belief? Right. Is that or has that just become my truth? But I question myself all the time, but then I push through it. I work through it. It's, I mean, like me, myself, and I, we've got, we've got a lot of relationships going on here, but it's a, it's, you don't just decide to become a leader. You just don't. It's a daily commitment. It's the way you, you don't want to compare it to parenting, but you, you, you're not just a good parent every day. You have to make a conscious decision to be a good parent. You're thinking of what's a good role model, the words I use, the actions that I take, the example that I set, you know, the energy that I have, there's so many different things in every single day. It takes making that decision, but there's going to be times in your parenting, like, am I a good mom? Am I a good dad? Like, and deep in your heart, you know, the answer is yes, but it's just that uncomfortableness of just always wanting to, to grow and expand. So yes, I have questioned my leadership many, 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 many times, many times, and I'm sure I'll continue. But anytime I do, the root of it is I know I could be doing more. Mm. If I question my leadership, it's usually connected with my performance and my effort. Mm. That leads me to my next question. Okay. Because I was thinking about it. I'm like, how does Deb, how did, I'm going to pose this question to you and then I'm going to pose a scenario. So how does Debbie Neal grow as a leader? We've talked about, there's a ne- there's a higher version of Debbie out there. Let's say you're standing in the mirror. It's this real moment. You're looking yourself in the eyes. It gets a little emotional and you're like, oh my gosh, there's a bigger, higher calling for me out there. And I'm not there yet. Like, how do you grow? Like, what are things, what are like, what are some things that you do to grow? Personal growth and development, right? So listening to tons of podcasts, big time journaling, big mm. time journaling. I'm really big on affirmations too, because I don't know about you guys. I know that you guys do affirmations as well, but sometimes I'll come up with like my affirmations and and I'll say them sometimes and I feel like I'm out of integrity. Mm. And I'm like, huh, where's that coming from? And if I'm saying an affirmation, I feel like I'm coming from not a place of integrity. It's because somewhere in there, there's a lack of belief, right? And those are just the words have to become a belief, which then dictates our actions. So affirmations are really big for me. I've also very, very much so in the last four years have absolutely been on a very big journey, like to Jesus, like Mm -hmm 
very, very, and there was a point in my life where I, he wasn't present, he wasn't there for me. So I lost some faith, right? Mm. And that could all go back to that baby conversation. And I realized in 2020, where some, some things happened that seemed like they were out of my control and they were, but I believe it was bringing me back to, to Jesus. So I've learned to pray a lot, to meditate, to listen, to really listen to who I'm supposed to be in this world, instead of just creating my own story, knowing that I am made for mm-hmm. more and that he has a will for my life. And that's kind of really brought a calm to my life to know that there's, there is a purpose. And if I really listen mm-hmm. to it. That listening, that that co-creation, that but that going inside and listen, listening to the inklings, listening to what's on your heart. It's there for a reason, not just I'm going to go, I'm going to charge, I'm going to create my life, but like I'm I'm co-creating with God and right. I got to listen and I got to get still and I got to journal and meditate and pray and all these different things. I, I love that because sometimes we think like, oh no, leadership is just action. It's forging ahead and yes, taking action, but, but yes. the, the preface that the foundation is like, how can I get still go within to understand the way forward and the path forward and then do the do, of course. So and if we just do the push and the push and the push and the push without the work, we're going to go backwards. Mm-hmm. We're going to retract back to our original level of belief or our original habits, right? It's the work and creating those habits and the new sets of belief that not only elevate us to the next level, but keep us there and not have us retract backwards. Mm-hmm. I love that. Something that I've always admired about you, Deb, is you are someone that does have this strong faith and you also like have this balance of being, I feel like very open-minded about like, I know that you listen to or read the secret often, and you're very open-minded to like, you know, the law of attraction and different energy and positivity and affirmations. Like, I feel like you have this beautiful balance of both. Whereas a lot of times you see people in like one lane or the other, and there can be finger pointing and judgment. And it feels like I've gotten messages, girlfriend. Um, I have gotten messages. (laughs) You can't believe in Jesus and the law of attraction. And somebody gave you the right to me have nothing else to do, but to tell me what I can and can't believe in. I believe in Jesus. I love Jesus. And I believe in the law of attraction. And I've got a great balance because for me, I guess you can kind of merge them. But when I think of law of attraction, it's energy. Okay. Mm You create your energy, right? God's not creating your actions. Your your negativity is coming from you. Your positivity is coming from you. So I give the glory to God, but I take responsibility for my actions and my words. And so what I believe is what you focus on and what you believe, right? Like that's what I'm talking about, the law of attraction. The law of attraction is not replacing God. It's not replacing Jesus. It's putting the responsibility onto me. And if I think negative thoughts, I'm going to attract negativity into my life. If I think positive thoughts, I'm going to attract positivity in my life. If I focus on gratitude, more things in my life that I'm grateful for are going to appear. I mean, that's freaking common sense. Like that's common sense, but I just feel like we're living in a world today that again, people just want to judge. They want to point fingers like that. That's the way I feel about it. I I'm all about energy and I love Jesus. (laughs) And I love that you have that balance and that you're vocal about it. Cause you're just, I am, you are this beautiful example of how you can be both like, yes, I love that so much. 
So in, in, do you have any more other questions for Debbie? I want to know, like for the person listening that maybe doesn't know who Debbie Neal is before listening to this, like what, if someone wants to step up in their leadership and they don't really know where to start, like what would you say are some great resources or practices or books or different things? If someone's like, I don't know where to start, give me some sort of guidance. Like what's something that you're like, do this. Well, I think John Maxwell is the king of leadership. Okay. Mm -hmm. So whenever I want to grow my leadership, I go directly. To, I, he's also a member at my church, which oh, I also wow. That's yeah. cool. He's a member at my church and he also is a pastor and speaks at my church mm. often. So we've been there and I've sat actually physically sat at John Maxwell's feet in nice. my, in, at my church, Christ fellowship, and you can watch it online. But what I would tell people is start with learning start with learning, become a, like just a sponge, become a student. But also if you want to be a leader, start just journaling. Like, what are your hopes? What are your dreams? What are your passions? What do you, what do you want to make a difference in? Right. And that's what I started doing before even the business that I'm a part of came into my life. I just started kind of writing down what I wanted my life to look like, praying on it, but also believing in the law of attraction. So I was praying on it, but also knowing that my positive attitude and me taking action and me taking responsibility was also going to attract the right people, the right circle, because we could pray all we want, but if we're not taking action, right, or giving out positivity, then we're not the example of faith because you can't pray and then be negative and be like, God's going to take care of it. Like that's where the responsibility comes in in the mindset. So I would just tell people like, just start on your leadership journey because everybody, you don't have to be an entrepreneur to be a leader. Like leadership is influence. Leadership is a transfer of belief. So you, you want to be a leader with your friends. You want to be a leader with your network, whatever that is. You want to be a leader in your house of, and leadership can be just a stand for positivity and, and grace and kindness. And, and I don't know, I just feel like, gosh, what could the world be like if people just took a stand in their leadership mm. and committed to just being better? Mm. The world is starving for leaders. It truly is. I think there's starving. nothing more like developing your leadership. Like you said, it could be in your business. It could be in your, in your, it's going to affect every area of your life, your marriage, your family, your business, your, your health, just everything. And I, I think to, to wrap it up and, and you kind of just did this, but I'm almost, I'll, I'll cast the vision. A few thousand people might listen to this and they're going to go about the rest of our day. And this is the end of the Debbie Neal interview leadership podcast keynote. And I want to bottle up some of that Debbie fire. Like you, you kind of just did it, but what would you leave people with? They're going to go about the rest of their day. We're on this kind of topic of leadership or vision. Like what would you leave with people to inspire them and just into the rest of their day, into their week, month, year? I just like to leave people with a challenge. Like you guys are listening to a podcast called Getting Magnetic. So what is it that you want to get magnetic about? Is it your mindset? Is it your health? Is it your leadership? Is it your relationship? Is it your vision? Is your belief like, why are you here? Because you were drawn to this podcast. You're listening for a reason. What are you called to do? And what are you going to do differently today? Because we take every day for granted, like literally every single day for granted. And tomorrow's not promised to anybody. What are you going to do different today to get magnetic? about your life. And, and really that has the power to, we talk about energy to help other people get magnetic about their lives. So really, what are you going to do? 
I love that question. Like to ponder on it. <clears throat> Debbie, you're amazing. We love you. Everyone loves you. How can people find you? How can they get more daily doses? Of Where do we get more Debbie? You can find me on Instagram. I am Debbie underscore Neil. And you can find my podcast at Level Up with Debbie Neal everywhere that you can find a podcast. Call to action right now. Like stop whatever you're doing in wherever you're listening to this podcast. Go type in Level Up with Debbie Neal. Hit subscribe. Thank us later. And you're going to get daily, weekly doses of Debbie. Uh, thank you so much, Debbie. We're so grateful for you as a friend, as a leader, as a mentor, and the person and lighthouse you are in this world. Thank you for your time today. We're grateful for you. And look forward to seeing you next in person. We love you. You guys are the best. Love you. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic.